0: Welcome to Making the Choice 2, a podcast series discussing the transitional time and space around each life choice we make. In this episode, I speak with my longtime friend, Ellie Esford, about her journey of making choices around her health and wellness, specifically her choice to become vegan. It was so inspiring to hear how this one choice of going vegan led her down a series of transitions that benefited her life as a whole. I invite you to quiet your preconceived notions about veganism for this next hour and really listen to Ellie's non-biased and non-judgmental approach. And as a side note, I got a new microphone and truly underestimated its power, so my apologies for blowing out the sound a few times. It's all a learning experience. Welcome, Ellie! It's so wonderful to be talking with you today. Um, I wanted to start by hearing a little bit about of why you chose to be vegan and the transition that you went through to be vegan and like where you are in that process today
1: cool well thank you Haley for being interested in asking me to be on your podcast um Mm -hmm. and I'm happy to talk about the transition it's like it's one of my favorite things to talk about actually and um like I think it's cool because I actually haven't reflected on like how I started and where I'm at with it now because it kind of has been a journey and my outlook on it has changed a little bit here and there. Um, but basically, so since I can remember, like being in charge of my own eating, um, like growing up and making my own food and buying my own groceries, I have never really eaten meat uh, by choice. So I would eat it as a like when I was a kid, and my parents would make it for me. But um, it was never like my first choice. I really didn't care for it. So as far as that part of transitioning into veganism went, it was very easy for me because I hadn't been eating meat for. I'd done a few years like vegetarian, and then any time I would like try meat or think, yeah, I want to eat meat again, mm-hmm. it just did not agree with me and I Mm -hmm. never enjoyed it so that made it pretty easy um but I was still like actively consuming cheese (laughs) (laughs) like a lot of cheese (laughs) and um would eat eggs and dairy and all of that so Mm -hmm. and also um you know wasn't mindful about like what I was purchasing and um as far as like clothing and shoes and all of that goes too so mm-hmm. it wasn't until okay so I had kind of like played with the idea from a health and diet perspective not an animal or environment perspective but mm-hmm. more about like okay like I want to start being healthier and um, I know vegans are healthy so I was like mm-hmm. maybe I'll go vegan and then I just remember in that instant like no, nope, not going vegan So I'll have to like I, all the things I have to give up kind of flooded into my mind right. and so I was like no I can't do that I'm not doing that that's uh-huh. <laughs> you know maybe I'll eat like less of it but I don't want to give up these favorite foods of mine like mm. cheese like I love grilled cheese I love macaroni and cheese I love butter I love ice cream you know yeah. all those good things um so I didn't and then um shortly after I was working as an esthetician at a medical spa And um, I had a client, I was giving her a facial, and usually, like, in the facial room, there's so many different things I talk about with people when we're one-on-one, and she had kind of brought up that she went vegan, and it was a big part of her life, and she had just adopted a baby, and um, Mm. she was kind of talking about, like, raising a child on a vegan diet and all of this, and I was like, oh my gosh, Mm. I was just so fascinated, so... I told her, like, okay, so, you know, I've really considered going vegan before, but I just have had such a hard time thinking about all the things I'd have to give up. And -hmm. I think one of the other things that, like, made me start to think about it more was, like, I feel like it started growing as, like, a thing. Like, there was all these people on social media talking about veganism and Mm -hmm. sharing recipes, but also sharing kind of, like, the animal side of it, too. So I kind of was like, oh, But I was I was able to tell myself, like, oh, I don't eat meat, so I'm not contributing to, like, animal suffering.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so anyways, when I had talked to this girl at work, my client, I asked her, I was like, so she was talking about being plant-based. I was like, what made you decide to go vegan? And I'm super curious what it's been like for you. And she was like, well, I'm pretty careful about telling people because um, she's like, it was actually a movie I had watched. And it was so awful and traumatizing. I usually don't even tell people the movie because mm-hmm. I don't want other people to, like, see what I saw. Wow, she was yeah. like, but basically since then, I, I haven't wanted to touch anything. And um, I was like, okay, well, you have to tell me. She's like, are you sure you want to know? Because there's, like, no <laughs> coming back from it. Right, I was like, right. yes. Because I was like, I've already played with the idea and have felt like I should. Mm -hmm. So if there's something that's going to push me into it, why not? And so she told me. And so the movie is called Earthlings. And since then, the same people have done some other ones. And there's other documentaries that have come out. But Earthlings, I think it came out in like 2005 or something like that. And it's um, a whole documentary that is it exposes like the main like the top Five ways or whatever that humans exploit animals so it goes through food it goes through clothing it goes through um like horse racing and animal fighting and all of that it goes through like pets and how much like the pet industry cause like contributes to pet your animal suffering it goes through like all these different aspects and so I sat down and I watched the whole thing start to finish and it was like all these things that I kind of knew about but had never like watched face on before and it was so awful Mm -hmm. and like made me feel sick and I was like what the fuck is wrong with the world because it was the worst thing I had ever seen and I I always like consider myself an animal lover and I like could not I cannot still fathom doing something like that to an animal just like Mm -hmm. the brutality and the sheer evil like it is complete evil what so many animals go through they're brought into the world as a product and that's how they're like they're not viewed as a live living creature that experiences pain and Mm -hmm. and joy and and so it was just like mind-blowing so from that moment on I like was like, okay, something's, I, I, can't, I can't eat this anymore. Right. And then I, I started doing more research and l- like learning um, that there's this whole world of amazing food that is <laughs> vegan. That you, Like I didn't even have to give up cheese because there's vegan cheese and right. it, it's really good and only getting better. And, and eventually I started realizing like, wow, like I like the plant-based alternatives more because they just like, I eat them and I don't feel like Crummy or anything afterwards, right. and so, um, and then I just continued to learn more about like the environmental impacts that factory farming has, and um, just and the the really cool thing was when I made the change, um, because I was twenty, twenty or twenty one mm-hmm. when I made the change, and I was like also in just like a big trans like life transition
0: right
1: time as well, and like. I went from feeling like I was very anxious a lot of the time. I felt depressed a lot of the time. I would, or I'd be okay, and then I just have like every couple weeks I would just like have these crazy meltdowns and um, just things like I felt like I couldn't explain something was off, like I didn't feel oh. right. And when I, as soon as I made the change in my diet, and then also in like what I was purchasing, it it was crazy. It was like a flip or a switch flipping it was like I know Mm -hmm. and of course like yeah okay I I still cry sometimes and like have (laughs) anxiousness and like sadness or whatever it wasn't like going vegan like made me happy only but it, (laughs) it seriously like I think there was a hormonal thing that was off with me because of the food I was eating and and also like I'm a firm believer in like you know the whole idea like if you speak and there's studies on this like if you speak bad words to a plant it won't grow as well as it can but mm-hmm. if you speak words of encouragement it will yeah. and so just like thinking about the amount of suffering and evil that these animals have gone through to become a quick meal that we eat
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then we put that into our bodies like we're we're putting all of that experience that they've had into our body like it's the body stores emotion it's it stores trauma it stores all of that so then we're literally slicing that up and or squeezing it out and turning it into ice cream like you know like ice cream yeah that's so true but it it really does I think affect us so when I started to like I just started to like feel lighter and Mm -hmm. not like not like physically I didn't lose any weight because I was still eating normal and i was still eating my favorite things i was just eating the plant-based version right um so and i think if you like if you're a person who should maybe lose weight for health purposes, <laughs> like i think you would lose weight by making the transition but i mm-hmm. felt like my weight was in a steady place where the switch wasn't something that like changed my body weight or anything like that but it it changed my my mental weight So yeah that's kind of like the very long extended version of (laughs) the beginning of my veganism
0: yeah that's awesome (laughs) thank you for sharing yeah um yeah i i definitely want to watch earthlings now not necessarily because i need that but just i'm very Mm -hmm. curious now um it's
1: it's really really hard because (laughs) it's they show everything so i mean literally to like not spare any details like you are watching animals being skinned alive and you're watching them (laughs) getting their beaks and their tails cut off you're Mm. watching them kill each other and eat each other you're watching literally there was one part where um because the pet industry like how dogs like breeding animals Mm -hmm. Um, is a huge issue and there's so many animals that need dogs and cats and all animals that need homes and so it shows like, you know, places like shelters that just piling them into gas chambers the ones that don't get adopted, the ones Mm -hmm. that end up back at the shelter because the people can't handle them or whatever it is and gas chambers, like literally being gassed alive and then also There was a part that there was a dog that these he was like sick on the street and these guys threw them threw him into the back of a a garbage truck and you watch him like literally get compacted oh, with the trash. God. So yeah, like awful shit and then the fur trapping and and then just like literally cows and you just think about like these creatures can see, feel and comprehend everything that's going on around them so they're being shoved into these they don't want to go they're being shoved and electrocuted and all that into these small spaces they're getting shipped all over the place and then when it comes time to slaughter it's like they it's like a assembly line and so they they literally see the cow in front of them getting dragged up hung upside down necks or throat slashed and they have to experience all of that like and I just I'm a person that like puts myself in other people's shoes a lot so it was Mm -hmm. like just think for one second being in that situation like it's unfathomable it really is and so after seeing that and then like my whole life changed and I couldn't even go to a grocery store anymore because I like when I saw like the bacon and the lunch meat and the steaks and like the fact that Every single store Mm
0: -hmm.
1: in America, for the most part, as far as, like, food or convenience stores or gas stations or restaurants, is so Mm -hmm. fully stocked with meat. To think about the amount of Mm -hmm. animals that have gone through suffering just for that is, like, it's mind-blowing. And I don't Mm -hmm. know why more people aren't aware of it.
0: Yeah. Or I know (laughs) a lot of
1: people are aware of it, but I don't – what I don't understand is how people can, like, then choose – to ignore it or think that right. oh i'm not part of the problem because i'm mm-hmm. not doing it but nobody would do that if it wasn't for money and so
0: yeah exactly
1: it's crazy <laughs> so yeah watch it at your own yeah
0: well now maybe after the description i don't need
1: to and and i don't know if if have you are you going vegan? Or are you, like, is this something that you've been thinking about or that you've made a change?
0: Yeah, I have. It was, like, at the end of the summer that I officially decided to. I had kind of, like, toyed with the idea, but, yeah, I was kind mm-hmm. of like, but I love cheese. And, like, because <laughs> I had definitely been eating meat less, like, really hadn't eaten beef in a long time. And, like, still sometimes, like, eggs and chicken, but, like, it it felt like it was not gonna be a super hard transition, um, and, like, dairy had been giving me problems over the summer, Mm -hmm. like, if I was, like, eating too much, or, like, it was a bad time of the day for it, it was, like, okay, Mm -hmm. this is just, and after I, um, had traveled with my dad and family out to visit his parents out west this summer, and, like, so many cattle, like, I guess ranches. Most of it looked not like horrible, but at the same time, I'm like, this is so much land being oh, what occupied. You were past? Yeah, mm-hmm. like being and- occupied for beef, and I'm like, and we mm-hmm. could be using it for so many other things that are like more sustainable, and like, you know. And not
1: only that, but then all the land that is used to grow their food, and yeah. all the water that mm-hmm. is used to grow their food and so it's like not only are they taking up that much land physically but then they're taking up even more land with what we're growing just to feed them when it's like yeah it's it's crazy so what I will say is if if you've already kind of made the change for yourself like honestly there's no need because I sometimes will go (laughs) down that rabbit hole and I'll start like I know I've I follow different people online and that are very and I'm, I'm grateful for the activists who are like mm-hmm. showing it and exposing it because it is important and it's essentially what made me change my diet in my life but right I can't handle it and so like anytime people will post something like animal cruelty wise like I just tell myself like nope yeah (laughs) because because if you really are doing your absolute best and listen like honestly people will come at you and be like well you know fruits and vegetables growing them is blah 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 and and honestly Mm -hmm. the best way to live where you're not causing harm or suffering is to become as self-sustainable as possible and grow all of your own food Mm -hmm. and that is the goal but for some people that's not possible so it's like inevitable like it's inevitable that some of the things that you buy in the store are contributing to global warming or animal suffering or human right. suffering even, but it's like, what choice can you make that you're making as little causing as little impact or, you know, yeah, in whatever, it, whatever's in your capability to kind of understand and, and not contribute to. So it's like, There's always going to be arguments, there's always going to be stuff like that, but if you are doing what feels right for you, then don't force yourself to watch it, because (laughs) I knew I needed that, like, kick in the butt to make the change. Yeah. I just, um, and I wouldn't take it back, but if you already, if you, good on you for making the change without having to watch (laughs) that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Good to know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I definitely, like, have been feeling, like, I am lacking in protein, like, I feel like I'm, I've am i gotten, like, weaker and, like, muscle-wise, so I guess I'm, like, wondering if, like, you ever had, like, a moment where you're like, oh, I need more of this in my diet because, like, I'm feeling a certain way, or, like, so I know you were saying it, you didn't feel much different making that transition, but... I guess if there was anything that you noticed
1: so I think um part of that could be like if you because part of why I think it didn't make a huge huge difference for me is because I was not eating meat for so many years beforehand or if I Mm -hmm. did eat meat it was like very occasional um so my body was very used to not consuming meat and so I also believe, like, everybody's body is completely different, and everybody Mm -hmm. needs to be eating differently, and I, I, I would like to believe and say that every single person out there could be plant-based, but I don't know if that's true, and, and they're, you know, so it's, for me, I think, like, um, no, I really didn't notice any major shifts like that. Mm-hmm. But I also wasn't demanding as much of my body at that time as I was when I was more active, like dancing and all of that. Right, so right. um I it could be different because of my like schedule and my job and my lifestyle mm-hmm. compared to yours. Um but I would just say like honestly, our bodies are so so intelligent and I think that they're more intelligent a lot of the time than our minds.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And
1: and it your body will tell you what it needs. So it's Mm -hmm. like, what are you hungry for? What are you craving? And Mm -hmm. eat that. And eat it until you're full and don't restrict yourself. And that's the other thing that like was a huge, huge change in my life when I went vegan is because growing up as a dancer and and just as a human who is seeing advertisements of thin women everywhere and Mm -hmm. holding myself to the standard. And I spent, you know, most of my developmental years restricting the shit out of my diet and not eating what I was supposed to be eating and, and, and not eating what I wanted to eat and just not giving my body what it needed to feel good. And so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: when I made the shift, it was like, I realized, wow, I can, give my body what it needs and I can eat as much as I want to eat and as much as I need to eat and it it'll eventually balance out so I know people who gain Mm. weight sometimes when they go vegan or lose weight and everybody's body is going to respond differently and how you're going to feel but I would just say listen to your body like you know if there's something that you're craving like crazy then try to make it plant-based and the Mm. other thing is I tell people too like I didn't stop eating the way I was eating. I just switched out my ingredients. Right. So with meat, that's a different story because you really can't switch it out unless you're using a plant-based alternative, which usually mm-hmm. has way, way, way different um, nutritional levels yeah, and sure. ingredients and all of that. So do you feel like it's a lack of meat for you or is it like do you not know what to eat do you what is what do you think is the main reason for that
0: I mean I definitely feel like I um am falling into like the more like pattern of just like eating snacks versus like actual Mm. meals (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's not helping me um but I've also like started looking it up a little bit more, like, how, (laughs) like, what foods or, like, what amount of protein should I be eating, like, if I'm vegan and everything, um, Mm -hmm. and I'm, like, like, reading through some of the stuff, I'm, like, okay, I definitely have not been eating enough, like, protein for my body weight, um, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's more just a matter of me, like, being a little bit stricter about, like, okay, let's actually have a whole meal with, like, grains and like lentils and beans and like things that are actually gonna fill me up instead of like mm-hmm. crackers and hummus and yep.
1: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is super easy to fall into that because with that's the one thing like there's not a lot of convenience yet for vegans I feel like as far mm-hmm. as like and and there is and there isn't but like healthy convenience you know and so like it's not like if I don't make myself a lunch at work I have to get snacks basically Mm -hmm. because it's harder to find a vegan meal on the go so then you're just like getting used to like snacking for every meal right? and that's also just like it's almost like not satisfying you're like yeah. okay i'm gonna eat this until i'm able to go home and make myself a meal and then you go home and you're tired and you want to make a meal so then you just have more snacks exactly <laughs> and exactly. so your body's never fully like satisfied and, yeah. and your mind isn't fully satisfied either because you told yourself like this is gonna hold me over till i have that meal that i'm craving or whatever and mm-hmm. and so it's hard to but my best advice is like find you know and it, like I've also had to I'm a very very busy person like I tend to make myself overly busy than I should and so in the past couple of years I've been like okay say no to more things and be mm-hmm. okay with staying home and I try to give myself at least three days a week where I don't have plans or I don't have yes. to work and so that way I can make a big pot of soup or stir right. fry or something that I know that when I am working I can take with me or at least come home and warm up so it's right. it's convenient on the days where I'm tired so I don't know what your lifestyle exactly is like right now but just to set aside a couple days because like everyone's like oh I do all my meal prep in one day and it's like <laughs> I don't I I don't do that I'm gonna make maybe one thing in a day so right. it's like I need more than one day a week to and if you only have one day off week or two days off week, it's like you want to do fun stuff, and you got to do your chores yeah, and you got to exactly. do your errands. <laughs> so it's like, for me, like three days off week kind of gives me the time to make food, make sure I have food stocked in my house, and right, and do all the other normal human stuff too. So it's it's just mm-hmm. as much about what you're eating as it is about like making the adjustments in your life and your schedule to make it work Mm -hmm. I think that's why a lot of people don't continue with plant-based eating too is because if if you don't have the time in your life it can be a little more challenging
0: right yeah are there any
1: foods that you feel like you miss
0: or Um, like you crave or you want sometimes not like regularly but Every once in a while, I'll crave something. It is interesting, though, that like how much I can taste dairy and things now when I will yes! eat something that's like not vegan and I didn't realize it. Um, uh, or it's almost even not intentionally. As good. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was like over or like when I came back to Michigan for like a week in January and I was having dinner at my dad's, um, like my. My dad and his fiancé made, like, a vegan meal and everything, and then um, she, like, put out, what is the flat, like, the naan flatbreads with it, Mm -hmm. because it was, like, from a vegan cookbook, and it said, like, oh, serve it with this, and as I was eating it, I'm like, wow, this is, like, really, like, I really am enjoying this bread, and not until after I was done, I was like, oh, I bet there's probably dairy in it, and that's why I was, like, enjoying it so much because I guess I was like craving that flavor of like real butter or something Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: I don't know I mean honestly like they're like I feel like the vegan substitutes are like they satisfy me and I don't I don't feel like I'm actually craving like the dairy but then when I will have something I'm like whoa see yeah I feel
1: like I've had that where it's different. It's like desserts almost more. Like if it's mm-hmm. like a dessert that has dairy in it, I can taste it. And it kind of has like a funkiness to it in a sense. But then if it's right. something savory and it has like more of that like salty, buttery flavor, it's like, oh, that does taste really good. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: so, and so my thing with it is like when I first started, I was like, never again. I can't ever. But I also told myself like – you know, if, if you're somewhere for dinner or you know, there's times when it's sometimes your only option is something that might have dairy or eggs in it and it's
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so I always tell myself like okay, if I go somewhere to a friend's house or a family member's house for dinner and it has cheese or it has eggs, like at that point the meal has been made. The damage right. has <laughs> been done, the money has been Ben. the cow has been slaughtered or officially yeah, yeah. inseminated and the baby's been pulled away from the mob. and all the pain <laughs> and suffering has already happened and it's like at that point i then make the choice like not to eat and make everyone feel weird <laughs> <around> <laughs> i'm the only one not eating or you know there's a lot of times where i'll bring my own food and at this point it's been long enough like my mom will make something for me if i come over you know or like right. most people know like oh if, if i'm coming over they'll make me an option or i'll bring something you know um, but there's been times where I have eaten it and you just have to tell yourself, like, you know, it's more about the everyday choices that you make for yourself and where you're spending your money, which is your energy, like right. what you're contributing to. And and um, so to say, like, to say I'm vegan is almost, I feel like I'm not as, like, diehard strict as every, as a lot of vegan people mm-hmm. out there. I'm definitely just much more aware of what I put into my body and what, how it makes me feel and where I spend my money. Yeah. And, and so, and if like, you know, if I do, cause I, the one thing I have kind of like gone back and forth on is eggs. Mm-hmm. And so I know like factory farming is obviously a big no-no and you don't even want to eat those eggs because who knows what's actually <laughs> happening in them. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. and, but then, you know, where, where I live, there's a lot of local farmers who have, like, even my sister-in-law has chickens at her house, you know, and it's mm, like, right. I personally, I know that people get into the debate of like, you know, chickens are being bred and, um, sold as products, even if you're not killing them, um, and you're just taking their eggs, like, really they're not supposed, and they're also not supposed to, lay eggs every day like it's not good for their bodies and it depletes Mm -hmm. them so I know there's like vegan standpoints of why you should not eat eggs no matter what Mm -hmm. Um, but I have eaten eggs by choice not by just being polite at somebody's (laughs) house right I have that's like one of the things I kind of like play with introducing but I'm Mm -hmm. I'll get them from either my sister-in-law down the road or there's a farm down the road from my house that um they have their own chickens and I know they don't kill them and they're Mm -hmm. well taken care of so it's like if the eggs are there it's I don't know it's it's one of those things like yeah I'm contributing to but at least I'm not at least I they know they're not getting their beaks cut off and they're not being right. murdered, so.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and I know, yeah, there are plenty of, like, sustainable farming practices. Mm-hmm. Um But, like, yeah, it's just a matter of finding them because, like, obviously if you're gonna buy eggs at the grocery store or anything at the grocery store, it's not, very likely not sustainably farmed. and mm-hmm. So, like, where I am now, like, living downtown portland like getting my (laughs) hands on actual like sustainably farmed eggs is probably gonna be pretty rare but i mean Mm -hmm. that's not to say i can't find something but yeah but that's a really good point about (laughs) knowing where the eggs are sourced and yeah. yeah
1: like yeah if you are going to consume animal products at least try to be aware of like where it's coming from, because even if like, so it's, it's like this idea of like morally, I would not be able to kill an animal unless mm-hmm. it was for my own survival. And so now that I am, I'm grateful I live in a world and a time where I don't have to kill animals to survive. You know, I don't, there's nothing I need from them to live and be happy and comfortable. Right. So I'm, I don't have to do that so I why would I and so Mm -hmm. I think it's the other thing to ask yourself like everybody has a different moral compass (laughs) and I'm not saying mine is better than anybody's but there are people who literally have no problem with killing animals and don't see it as an issue so I always say to people like you know if you're a person who could catch and slaughter or shoot hunt and shoot an animal Mm -hmm. and kill it and tear its skin off and process its meat and cook it all then like go for it just be aware of how often you're eating it and where it's coming from because and because it's it's still all of that stuff is it's not good for our bodies to you know if you're eating it every single day for every single meal it's the human Mm -hmm. body isn't meant to process that much meat and dairy either but
0: Right. But at least
1: be mindful of it.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: The other thing that I heard before that really stuck with me, and so as an esthetician, too, like, I work with people's skin and meat and dairy Mm -hmm. is one of the most, like, inflammatory things. Interesting. And um, so... I have clients who like their skin will clear up when I'm like, "Are you eating a lot of dairy?" And they're like, "Yeah,"
0: <laughs> or they say no,
1: but then they tell me what they eat and they don't realize how much dairy is actually in it. Right. But like, I I think cutting out dairy is one of the best things you can do for your skin too, mm. because the way someone put it once was like, "Okay, what is cow's milk made for? Why is why does it exist?"
0: Yeah, for them
1: Yeah, for the the baby baby
0: cows.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and so that baby cow is meant to drink the milk so that it can grow into a huge, ginormous cow. Mm -hmm. And it has all the nutrients that a cow needs to go from a baby to a giant animal. Right. (laughs) And so, like, to think that we're consuming it for almost every meal. You know, we put in our coffee. It's in our cereal. Yeah. It's in our cheese. It's it's in almost everything. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: so we're consuming. It, it's like, well, of course we're going to have crazy problems. You know, of course our bodies are going to start to find cysts, and
0: mm-hmm. whether it's
1: you know like an internal cyst or an external on the skin cyst, like a lot of a lot of health issues are preventable by not putting. Another creature's body parts or secretions <laughs> into your body on a regular basis.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, yeah, I
1: just that was interesting to me because I was like, you know, I think that's something most people could connect to. Like, I don't want to be a cow. I don't, I don't want to cow. be a giant cow. Like, <laughs> why are you drinking? cow's milk it's literally made to turn you into a (laughs) cow
0: like that's the purpose (laughs) of it so yeah that's crazy yeah I was actually gonna ask next how like if your job slash career like in the skincare wellness field like had ever aligned or you saw like connections to your vegan lifestyle and like yeah how how that fits together but I mean you you gave a little bit of that already I guess if there's any anything else you wanted to touch on there
1: yeah so um well first of all I love like deep diving and going off on tangents so this is like a big tangent question (laughs) for me (laughs) that's okay um but so like I feel like every for me everything is connected And one choice that you make today will lead you to other choices that you'll make 10 years from now, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's, I think it really started for me, like, I didn't realize that I, something was telling me to go vegan, but I didn't realize that it was more than just caring about what I'm eating and what I'm contributing to. Mm -hmm. It was, it it was a huge eye-opener and, like, life-changing thing. So I – going vegan was actually, like, the first step. So, like I said, I was working at a med spa, which is where, like – so they did um, – like injections and liposuction and all these things that are you know promising you to look younger and be happier because you look better and and (laughs) it doesn't matter that it hurt a lot and it took a bunch of your money and it it's gonna make you look good and you're gonna feel good and and so my job was literally to hand women well anybody but it was primarily women hand Mm. women the mirror and say what bothers you what do you not like about yourself Aww. and then from there they would tell me and I would give them all the expensive options yeah, to wow. fix it. and it, it like I didn't realize it right away but it was like when I started real so anyways that was my job and yeah. and then I would you know do skincare stuff for them but it was all like heavily heavy use of chemicals and all of that and all of their products and mm-hmm. obviously nothing sustainable, nothing that's contributing to the earth in any kind of positive way. Right. It's all <laughs> damaging it. So I was there because it was an opportunity that I took. It was a really good opportunity, actually. It It was one of those things, like I had no interest in ever becoming an esthetician or working there, but it presented itself at a time where I it was my best option and I took it and Mm -hmm. I learned so much, so I was working there, and the first switch that had been made was um, when I decided to go vegan, because I was still, like, I just, something just still wasn't right, like, I was still, Mm -hmm. like I said, like, every once in a while, just having those moments of, like, something isn't right here, like, what is going on? I'm not okay, and so I went vegan, and um, dropped all the animal products and started giving my body more of what it needed and and then from then I started to like you know I started to feel a lot better and then I had like I was on birth control for years and
0: mm-hmm.
1: um it was primarily to regulate my periods which is the most bullshit thing ever because that doesn't actually is <laughs> when I was told the doctors put me on birth control because my periods were so awful and they
0: oh,
1: couldn't ever fathom you know maybe it's something in your diet you know maybe you shouldn't be drinking cow's milk right. <laughs> or whatever it was you know so yeah. um i i my periods kind of started to get a little better they weren't they still weren't good experiences but they weren't as bad once i had gotten vegan and so mm-hmm. one night i was you know i started just becoming more aware of health and wellness and all of that one night i was my alarm went off to take my birth control i like went to pop it out of the pack and I was like why it clicked like I hadn't questioned it because I'd just been taking birth control on and off since I was 12 right. it was just what I did mm-hmm. and then I like something opened in my mind and I for the first time questioned taking this pill every single day that is changing the makeup of my body and right. it's changing me internally and then I was like what the fuck am I <laughs> doing like why am I yeah. taking this and, and at the time like you know my partner was my now husband, like, we lived together, Mm -hmm. we, 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 like, I knew I was going to spend the rest of my life with him, I knew that, like, you know, pregnancy wasn't a fear of mine, it wasn't necessarily something I wanted to do, but that also helped, I think,
0: right? where I was no longer,
1: like, I had made it through my teen years without getting pregnant, which was, like, one of my goals, Yeah. (laughs) so, you know, once, I think that also helped me kind of look at it and be, like, why am I taking this again? Like, mm-hmm. what am I doing? So I stopped taking birth control. And then more things started to change and more things started to kind of open up. And then that's when I like really started to see like, oh my gosh, this environment that I work in isn't sustainable in my life. And it's, it's going against my moral compass and against my grain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so from there, I was like, okay, I need, I definitely need to find a different field or do something different with my life and so it just it was like the the choice to go vegan kind of I I think had I not gone vegan my life would look different today
0: right
1: and and maybe it would be in a small way or maybe it would be a huge way but it just kind of like made all of these big aha moments start to happen for me so then Mm. and And I just, yeah, like, I I just felt so much better that I was able to, like, realize, oh, I can feel good, and I can make choices that, you know, I don't have to work this nine-to-five job that drains me of all my energy and makes me unhappy at the end of the day. Like, I don't have to live in Kingsley, Michigan, in a house (laughs) that I pay too much rent for, you know, like, I can can find a house that I love and makes me feel good, and I can be where I want to be, and I can do what I want to do, and so... Um, I feel like that really helped me a lot so then Mm -hmm. fast forward to like being able to make all those decisions and make the changes in my life um, I am now again practicing as an esthetician but at a wellness spa Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of like everything I went through gave me the experience and the knowledge to kind of come back to it from a way different oh Okay, tangent time, ready? Yeah. So the other thing that happened, okay, so I went vegan, went off-birth control, had a midlife crisis at 21. I remember <laughs> I came home from work one day and I had we had brought a new service on at work and everyone had to try it and do it so that we could speak from experience and, and know what it was like and it wasn't something I needed to do and it made my face all red and it hurt and, and and I, I went home that night and I looked in the mirror and I saw my face and I just, like, instantly felt so bad. I apologized to myself and I don't think I have ever mm-hmm. in my entire life apologized to myself, ever. Wow. So it was, like, the first time that I was like, I'm so sorry I did this to you. <laughs> and it then, like, everything came crashing down on me, how I'm, like, you know, a healthy as can be, beautiful, strong, privileged <laughs> person right. in the world... <laughs> Mm-hmm. And my whole life, my whole life, ever since I can remember, like, being aware of my existence and my body and all of that, like, I have, I have wasted wishing I looked different, hating my appearance, seeing, mm-hmm. looking in the mirror and seeing all my faults or all the things that I wanted to be different or mm-hmm. not ever feeling good enough or not ever feeling like, yes, I'm exactly how I want to be, but always, always finding something wrong with myself and how like I just realized like all of a sudden I felt so sad I was crying on the floor and my mm-hmm. husband was like what is wrong with you and I'm like I just feel so bad I, <laughs> my whole life wasted oh. hating myself without appreciating it and I was like wow. he was like oh, oh my gosh I like he didn't know what to do and I was mm-hmm. like and and all these things the makeup and the clothes that are uncomfortable and I was like and shaving I hate shaving and because I shave every yeah. single day at that point and I have mm-hmm. like thick dark hair so I had crazy razor burns so I was like every time I wore shorts or a bathing suit I was like my razor burns disgusting And <laughs> oh. but then if I you know and, and right. I was just like I was so fucking tired of everything Like every yeah. all the time I spent on my appearance and all the energy I spent like hating it and that yes. comes it, like you know food is a huge part of that and so like going vegan gave me the freedom to kind of look at it differently and and not as like a chore but as like a, oh I can give my body something that feels good and and so my husband was like he goes well just stop shaving if you don't like it because he's like the kind of person that will literally never do anything he doesn't want to do and I
0: right I admire
1: that so much about him like he <laughs> can't be bothered to do something out of pressure and so he was like I was like well you're not going to like me. He's like, I don't care if you shave or not. And I was like, well, people are going to look at me funny. You don't get it. Like I have to shave. I'm a girl, but no one had ever given me the option. It was just like, that's Mm -hmm. what you do.
0: Right.
1: So from then I stopped shaving. I stopped wearing makeup. I, and every once in a while, like I'll put makeup on for fun or something like that, but it's not a necessity. It's not like I need makeup to feel confident or to feel like I can go out into the world. Mm -hmm. And you know, like everything changed. And so then when you stop putting makeup on every single day, and you stop, you know, dying your hair and going to spend money on your nails and getting all these clothes and restricting your diet and working out or, you know, work out for the right reasons, not the wrong ones. Yeah. And like, you free up all this extra energy to go towards something more productive. And so I think, honestly, that's like the biggest thing I took from it was like, it started this new wealth of energy that I had that I wasn't previously wasting on stupid shit that doesn't matter that doesn't actually help me in any kind of way so that like everything's so everything's connected right and and so then I could find a job that did align with me and did make me feel good and and I've been way more in tune with like you know when something isn't right in my life I'm mm-hmm. like okay this was good for a time but I think it's time to move on and change and so I landed in this wellness spa where I just feel like I can finally take like everything I've learned and experienced for myself and I can you know I can still do facials and eyebrows and eyelashes for people but from a from a taking care of them standpoint and not from a you-need-to-change-yourself-to-feel-good-about-yourself standpoint, Mm -hmm. you know? And I spend a lot of my time, like, questioning women, like, because they're like, do you have anything that will fix this? And I'm like, well, what's wrong with it, (laughs) you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's awesome.
1: So I feel like I can kind of help people, whether it's their diet or whatever it is, I feel like I can inspire people to
0: look at things differently.
1: Yeah. So how's that for a long answer to that
0: question? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. God. No, that's awesome. I love it. And, I mean, I've always felt inspired by you and what you've had to say, so I'm so Aww. happy that. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Thank you. and I will
1: say, one of the things that, like, vegans can sometimes get a bad rap, I feel like, because there are the really pushy ones that are like you're evil if you eat meat or if you do this and, and you're not and
0: mm-hmm. I don't
1: think I don't like so many like there just because you're not going to go vegan doesn't mean you're a bad person or you're doing wrong or anything like that and like if it's really something that you feel passionate about just with anything it's like just lead by example and I think I realized because in the beginning I was very pushy and I was like I can't believe you eat meat to some people you know (laughs) like oh you're awful for doing that or how could you do that or yeah and like even my husband didn't go vegan and I like I just remember like I just wish you would go vegan like why won't you go vegan I don't get it you know and
0: yeah
1: and then one day I was um checking out at the local grocery store in town and it's like a co-op well it's a train train you know it yeah yeah <laughs> and um this girl was working there and, and she was like asking i would never really talked to her before but she was like so you're vegan right and i was like yeah because she like would do my checkouts all the time so she caught on and she's mm-hmm. like i recently just went vegan and i'm so excited i love if you like have any ideas i was like oh that's so awesome and i always ask people what made you Want to go vegan? You know when they tell me that she goes honestly. You, and I was like what? Because I like never <laughs> talked to her like more than like hi, hello, how are you? Right. And she's like, well, you just come in here and you're and I just think you're so cute and oh. and like just telling me all these really nice things about myself. And she's like, and I noticed that like you're I think you're vegan and I wanted to give it a try. And so I just was mm-hmm. like, you can you can cause way more change in somebody and way more like encouragement just by being happy in your own choices Mm -hmm. and doing what you're doing and not worrying about if other people are doing it or not right and so that was like a big eye-opening experience for me too I'm like oh hey someone thinks I'm cool (laughs) you know (laughs) but and I didn't even have to say anything to her I didn't have to be like hey you should be vegan you know she just saw it and wanted that change and I think and that's kind of the same thing with the girl that inspired me you know she didn't right. ever tell me I should or shouldn't do anything mm-hmm. she just was telling me all the benefits that she's experienced and it kind of encouraged me so
0: right yeah that's a very very nice way to do it like lead by example rather than like lead by force <laughs> yeah, That's that doesn't shame, ever accomplish anything in the long run so
1: and if you shame someone into doing something or or if you do something
0: yeah based
1: off of a shameful or fearful emotion then it's it's never the right reason, you know. So it's like if you just stay focused on what you're doing and making sure your intentions and reasons behind stuff is because it's truly for the better of everything then right it'll have a ripple effect and I would I would hate to be a person that encourages somebody to go plant-based or change their diet for the wrong reason and then just cause more issues for them Mm -hmm. later on in the in the grand scheme of things so
0: yeah exactly
1: and you don't have to give up anything maybe Mm -hmm. okay meat (laughs) (laughs) if you eat meat it it is a little bit more like giving up because like the plant-based options really aren't i don't like i think plant-based cheese and ice cream and everything like that is very close to the other versions but I mean as close as they're trying to get meat to meat, it just it's different but I think there's so many like you can still make your favorite meals that have meat as a main part of it but just use something different you know use mushrooms or you know just get creative and what has been um Do you have any favorite things that you've made or tried
0: since going vegan? Mm, I I will say one thing, like one meal I've really missed has been chicken salad. I used to make it all the time. (laughs) So I found a recipe for like chickpea chicken salad. And while it's not the same, it like, like, because you can still make mayonnaise, like, with, um, the aquafaba juice from mm-hmm. the chickpeas, which has been, like, one of my favorite discoveries in general, mm-hmm. is, like, aquafaba mayonnaise. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's probably been, like, a favorite recipe to, like, go back to and be like, oh, yeah, I can, I can still sort of eat chicken salad, because mm-hmm. that was such a favorite, um.
1: Well, and that, to me, right there, is, like, that one thing that you probably had as, like, a go-to because that is, like, a pretty good Mm energy-filling meal that's still, like, once you make it, it's pretty convenient and you can eat it in different ways. So, like, that's probably a good one for you to try to stick with, too, because if you can have that, your body's probably going to be more satisfied than off of chips and hummus. (laughs) Or, you know chips hummus and chick tea salad or whatever exactly exactly (laughs) oh that's cool (laughs) well um do you feel like you like was there anyone that inspired you to do it or like what made you what was like the big thing that made you do it or keeps you going I guess because that's another Mm -hmm. thing is like it's one thing to make the change but then to keep going because eventually the effects of things wear
0: off. Right, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, because I think initially it was like a climate, or like environment thing, like realizing Mm -hmm. that like, eating meat and dairy is really impacting the environment a lot, and like, just by making that one change, I'm (laughs) doing a lot of help (laughs) for it. Um, So I guess that was like the biggest thing. I definitely like working in food service right now (laughs) has been a little bit hard because like so many times especially when i was working at a restaurant um this past winter slash fall like a lot of times like the chef would make food that like were like put out for us to sample and i'm like Mm -hmm. i like i want to be able to try it to like know what i'm talking about but at the same time like. Like, that's gonna hurt my body. And, like, a lot of times when I did, like, eat something with dairy in it, I would not feel so great afterwards because my body, like, hasn't been used to digesting that for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, like, that's mostly what's, like, really kept me going is, like, knowing that when I do eat dairy again, it does not feel good at all. And (laughs) I love that,
1: too, because that's something I tell people a lot is, like, because people think in order to like do something successfully, you have to do it 100% of the time. And I don't think that's true. Like it, it's actually the opposite of true. And so there's so many people who go vegan and then they just give up because it's like, Oh, I tried something at work or, Oh, I gave into a craving and it's like, no, I'm not mm-hmm. vegan or now I can't continue <laughs> to eat this way. And it's like, that's not true. Like, right. You know, like you can, but I think you learn almost more from those moments like there's times where it's like I've been at the grocery store and a, there's a particular grocery store about my house that they have really good donuts and mm-hmm. um sometimes I'm like hungry and I'm grocery shopping and I smell a donut and I'm like I'm not going to do it I'm not going to do it and then I do it Yeah. and most of the time it's like it's very it's like a rare occasion but it's not a big deal but I give myself that thing that I want even though I know okay this can't be vegan mm-hmm. but and then usually I'm like, okay, I had my donut, now I'm okay, like, right. I don't need another one, or, yeah. or sometimes I'm like, okay, I had my donut, now I don't feel good, and I don't want another one. Yeah. So it's like, I think don't. I think that, like, idea of, like, I can't ever eat this thing again, like, I is not a healthy or sustainable way to go about it. So I think mm-hmm. it's cool that, like, kind of what keeps you going is anytime that you've gone back to it, you, it just, like, reaffirms for you why you're doing what you're doing Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: and I think being like eating plant-based for me has come down to like this life style and this core belief of like if it is truly 100% what is best for me Mm -hmm. then it is what's best for everything else right and so it's made me question like you know like I might think in the aspect of like you know I should say yes to this thing or I should help this person with this thing or I should do this or should do that or I should make this happen and it's like is that really what's best for me Mm
0: -hmm. and if
1: it isn't then I realize okay then it's not best for the big picture it's not best for that person or it's not the it's not gonna have the right outcome that needs to happen so it's allowed Mm -hmm. me to look at things so differently too yeah. but it's a practice and it's not it's never perfect and it's never like you know just because you eat one way doesn't make you better in any way than anyone right. else
0: <laughs> exactly So, yeah cool
1: well I love that you're trying it and excited about it I think that's really awesome and I'm. I'd love to exchange recipes sometime. Or oh
0: yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah, thank you so much for like sharing all of your thoughts on here and (laughs) being a part of this conversation. Hopefully that it'll inspire some other people to at least look into. Yeah, explore. You know. Yeah, definitely.
1: Well, thanks for opening up the conversation and having the interest.
0: Ellie is an esthetician, a dance instructor, and an incredible life inspiration on many levels. I've known Ellie since I was 10 when she was one of the teaching assistants in my ballet class, and ever since have looked up to her as a dancer, teacher, and person. She currently works at Willoway Spa and Wellness Center in Petoskey, Michigan, and teaches at the Croquetry Art Arts Center School of Ballet, where we both grew up dancing and both continue to teach. If you'd like to reach out to Ellie or are curious to learn more about her, feel free to give her a follow on her Instagram, which is linked in the description of this episode. The music for this podcast is brought to you by bensound.com, and Anchor is the platform that got this podcast to your ears. Thanks for making the choice to tune in.